Hello and welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast. This is episode 4. We are recording on August 14th. I am the creator of the Full Nelson Press, the unofficial WWE webcomic. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. Uh, today, I am again not with Pete. Uh, he's a punk. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, <clears throat> he's dead to me. Uh, that's not true. He'll probably be here next week. Uh I don't know. <laughs> but today, uh, I'm with, again, another wrestling artist. Uh, he joins me. He's the creator of the Facebook page, uh, Wrestling Cartoons. He goes by the persona of Ed the Cartoonist. You can follow him on Twitter on H-E-R-R underscore OPA, O-P-A. And, of course, you can follow the website for the Full Nelson Press at T-F-N-P. Ed, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Oh, shit, wait. I was supposed oh. You were going to have an intro? To... Nope. No. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was going to play interest music for myself. All right, go for it right now. There you go. <laughs> is that Sin Cara? I don't know what that is. Come on. I don't tell me you're Don't Star tell me you to recognize it. I know it. Okay. I got it. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, for those that are listening, uh, <laughs> the last time I was here, I played a bunch of WWE themes, and Brendan didn't know any of them. So. None of them. Absolutely none of them. None of them. I felt of... so stupid. <laughs> what about the other guy? Did he, did he really listen to them? Uh, Pete, about... No. Um, and I called him out on it because he needed to listen to it and still has not. He's He is the most useless co-host I have had in my life. Mm-hmm. And I could say that because I knew I know he won't listen to this one either. that's good yes that's that's, that's pretty cool right so we are going to be talking about wrestling mostly uh we've kind of just i don't know i feel like we've already beaten uh it's like beating a dead horse right now with uh SummerSlam. we've kind of just talked about everything so i thought we'd just kind of kind of just talk about a couple funny things i don't even know if this is going to be a full hour episode we're just going to kind of play it by ear but i'm i'm willing to to try out some more of these uh, the songs of yours and just be horrendous at guessing them. <laughs> okay, that, that that sounds good. But yeah, I agree. We could just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. We could just shoot the shit. Right. Let's see where it goes. Right. So uh, I guess we'll just start with Raw. Um, first yep. of all, the only thing I can really think first that was kind of memorable was the uh, the triple threat match between uh, Cesaro, Orton, and uh, Owens was. Yep. Uh, uh, amazing is is the word that comes to my my phrase. The only thing that bothered me was the uh, uh, Cesaro's ass. Immediately, you saw him hanging on the ropes, and mm. uh, because it's an HD, you just get to see a big old hairy Cesaro ass. <laughs> really, I actually didn't watch that match. I don't oh, know. Oh my god, it was amazing. It was the best. It was it was pretty good. Uh, the the one thing I thought was really funny was there is uh, yep. the Cesaro section. Oh and yeah. I saw one guy holding a sign that said the Sabaro section and I oh, laughed that's where that off is? the couch. It was hilarious. Oh, that's where that comes from because I was on Reddit and somebody posted that and <laughs> I was like, I wonder what that's referring to. Because yeah, I tried to I tried to watch Raw. I was able to catch a little bit of it. I saw the beginning. I, I watched uh, Seth Rollins' promo. Actually, the whole thing until Triple H came out and, and all that, but then I couldn't watch any anything else. Um, but yeah, but, but I was wondering where that uh, Sparrow thing came from. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. Then. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, huh. Next was the uh, the Rusev face. Yes, and uh, oh, actually, yeah. Uh, I after the show ended, I was able to go to like uh, usually I'll go on YouTube and I'll just type WWE and I'll watch the very few videos that I have on there. Sure. Which, by the way, can I have a mini rant right here? Absolutely. 
my mini rant. Okay, <clears throat> this is towards the WWE, hoping they I mean, they'll probably hear this. And they will not listen to this. No. I know, no. I know. But uh, I, I want to say, right? I just want to, just my own rant right now. Um, go ahead. We are, go we, ahead. Are doing, we are doing episode uh, four right now, and we have about six viewers. So, um, uh, sorry, Mom, but I am achieving in life. So, so there you go. That's cool. That's cool. It's cool by me. <clears throat> okay, so on to my mini rant. Okay, so <clears throat> like I said, sometimes I'll catch raw. Like some somebody will put a full fucking two-hour show on YouTube, but until then, I have to make do with whatever WWE puts on YouTube, which isn't a whole lot. <clears throat> um, and then it, it's funny because like like uh, for example, this past Monday, Daniel Bryan came back, right? He came back to Miss TV and all that sort of stuff. Oh my stuff. god, it was so useless. I don't even know what he was there for. We get it. You have a fucking book. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with Debray. I unless he's coming out to like wrestle, which even if the guy wrestles, I I doubt he will ever hold a title again. That oh, yeah. man yeah. is, is going to be it. a part timer because he he cannot do it. He can't do it. He's done. Yep. If he and comes I'm... back, he is going to complete restrictions. He's going to yep. be coming back like Stone Cold Steve Austin's last. Right. Month, that's what I was, was going to say. Like, yep. Dan Daniel Bryan is going to fucking be the referee of every SummerSlam Survivor Series in WrestleMania for the next three years. But hey, if he pisses on Arn Anderson, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. But yeah, just to finish quickly with my rant. Okay, so Daniel Bryan comes back. Okay, I agree with what you're saying. He might not wrestle again for the title. He might not be the, or he might not be a champion again. But I mean, the guy has a huge following, and they're in fucking Washington State. And so, what does WWE on YouTube do? They play the video uh, <clears throat> from the point that he is in the fucking ring. Why the fuck? Why don't they just? I mean, put the entrance in there. They never do that. Every time there's a big return uh, or you know a huge pop where the crowd just goes crazy, you know, you would think that would help them in terms of people actually getting excited for things but no they just play the video from the point from the boring point i'm like i clicked the video i saw daniel bryan on the ring and i was like this is boring i don't want to fucking watch this and i closed it and I, so yeah that's my little right and, and i think that's because how they do promos wwe thinks when a promo is done they think of it as breaking news you know what i mean like anytime some promo is out the next day you're gonna see it on like their facebook page or twitter or be like daniel bryant just made the greatest interview of all time on our raw and yeah. you go there and it's just the interview they don't think of it like how the viewer thinks of it in the sense of this is cinematography for me i'm i'm, I'm watching i'm enjoying everything from the beginning to the end part of it which and i hey, think is one of the problems wwe is just in their own bubble about yep yeah, and hey, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know if this is just me, but a great part of why I watch the WWE is because you know crowd reactions. That's a huge part of it, which is I mean sorely lacking in today's product. Oh, absolutely. But and, and then when they do have it, they don't fucking put it on YouTube. You know, I go on YouTube and say, oh, you know, let's say Jericho returns. Oh, that's that'll be a huge pop. Okay, I right. click on the video, and then nothing. It it starts from the point where it's in the fucking ring. Why well, the fuck? Well, I think they're, and the problem is, is they're they're just completely not acknowledging that at all. I mean, how many times do we see where uh, uh, returns come back where it should have been a surprise return? They should have yep. had like a, a mystery opponent. They should always use the mystery opponent a gimmick. They should yep. always use it. If that means that anytime I see a mystery gimmick, I'm thinking somebody is coming back, then I don't care. I'm excited to see who who is coming back. Whether exactly, you tune in. You even know? if it's Miz, that I'm pissed off and it gets a beat. <laughs> if it's Rob Van Dam, that it's like. Fucking A, Rob Van Dam's in Money in the Bank. You don't need to yep. post that a month in advance. I'm still going to watch the fucking pay-per-view. I just think they should th – those pops is what helps 
every, the deadest arena you could have. You could send them anywhere and have somebody just make a surprise return, even if it's like right. for a one-nighter, or if she's just coming back for three months, or just for a pay-per-view. They don't do that anymore. It's all this breaking news. So-and-so is returning in three weeks. Make sure you watch Raw in three weeks. Well, fuck, I'm going to watch Raw in three weeks regardless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened with Batista when he came back. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, although I, th- I think there was some news about somebody spoiling it for some live event or something like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, just try to keep it under wraps as much as possible. You know, right. Batista right. returned at the Royal Rumble or right. I mean, the, even even the pay-per-view before. That, or, no, actually, no, he returned at the Royal Rumble. It was, and, you know, that return would have been huge. I mean, to the I mean, and and think about it. All the other times that the Royal Rumble has had an unexpected return, even John Cena in 2008, nobody expected him. Right. And even when his music hit, everybody went wild, and then they proceeded to go through the normal routine, which is blew the fuck out of him. But that instant, you know, that surprise, that excitement, they don't they don't focus on these things right. anymore. The last time I saw a big pop was when Chris Jericho returned as the number one entrance in, or number two entrance in the Royal Rumble. That yep. was a huge because even though he had just been gone very shortly. It was crazy to see him just come back out of nowhere, and it was yep. it was great. Um, uh, and I was onto something else, but I completely forgot what it was. Um, oh darn it! Anyways, okay. So we're getting back. Are you, are you, is there still more to this rant about your your YouTube? I mean, I I, I get it. You're right. There there is definitely problems uh, with with how they do their YouTube. They they portray themselves as breaking news i, I yeah. really think well, yeah let's just keep rolling because there's enough people in, in the internet that'll complain about wwe so i think absolutely I mean, so something something that is amazing is the the rusev face flag i don't yes. know who thought of this but this is the greatest thing of all time greatest i thing want of a all t-shirt time. of this i want a t-shirt of just the full flag like the shirt but then like this cropped out picture of rusev just right on the side of it with like the deal with it glasses on them oh yeah that's yeah. what i want pixelated if only we glasses people who could draw that and just make it a thing it'd be amazing oh yeah i mean but it's so so hard to find people that can draw mm-hmm. around here you know right 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 so what, what, do, you, <laughs> what do you think of the rusev face have you have you seen his twitter today uh no but i his twitter is golden every time he right? tweets something like when he was stalking lana before which was hilarious uh, like he just was posting the funniest things uh about him stalking lana all over the place it's fucking hilarious yep yeah and, and I, I liked how he like uh, he'll post something like actually i'm gonna share my screen here so you can see it can you see my screen? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Star Trooper one? That's hilarious. Star Trooper, that's fucking oh, that's, amazing. That's hilarious. And then, yeah, but the one that actually made me laugh a lot, I mean, and there's a quite a few of those. Like, there's a, like, he he <clears throat> retweeted pictures of, like, foot, football players holding that flag with his face on it and sure. a bunch of things. But the one that's really funny is, uh, oh, there's one with JBL on it, the Beatles, all that. It's, it's hilarious. It, it'll probably become a meme, which WWE will cash on three years from now because from now, right. you know how they are with these right, things. Right, right. But, oh, the Mario one is hilarious. Like, yes. one, Mario jumping towards the flag. And, <laughs> Uh, the guy in the moon, yeah. But anyways, the one I wanted to, the, I was scrolling through his Twitter earlier today, and the one I liked a lot was this one, the one that says, like, you know, it, it's his homage to Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh yeah. And then he, yes. and then he, he puts a picture of Roddy Piper, Lana, and, and himself. Obviously, when Lana and him were still, uh, you know, <clears throat> together in WWE. And then he writes, "Last Piper Pit, me, 
cold fish. <laughs> Lana WWE <laughs> and the hard work. I like how he's always calling her cold fish and mm. stupid cow and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. I, 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 I love his character right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think his character is on fire right now. I think right now is a good time to put a title on Rusev and let him run with the IC title. That's yep. what it, Rusev needs right now is the IC title. Who has the IC title right now? Ryback. Uh, Ryback. See, that's how forgettable it is. I think someone has had to remind me every show we've done who has the IC title. Because I yeah. just, that whole thing with The Miz and Big Show and Rusev was great once. But now because of Rusev getting, or Ryback getting injured and us having to deal with this feud for two months, I just don't care anymore. I just yep. want it done. The match itself is probably going to be good, at least comical in some way with The Miz being in there with, uh, I, I expect nothing from the big slow. Uh, but I have faith in something Ryback will do no matter if it's funny or not, he's probably still going to hurt somebody. Yep, yep. And then Miz is just going to get the, what take the, what do you call it, like the blunt of it. He's going to take right. the slaps from the big show in the chest and then the meat hook from Ryback, shell shock, and all that sort of stuff. Which, I mean, it'll be a fun match, right. I think. Well, I, who do you, you think is going to win that one? Uh, I think, I'm thinking Ryback, actually. Mm. I want Ryback to win it. I really do. But I think Miz is going to walk away with a heel finish, a dirty finish, in the sense of like, oh my god, Ryback just like does this weird spear clothesline thing he does to Big Show like three times. Yeah, and then he knocks him out, and then you know Miz just comes in there and gets this quick uh, steal. Because if they do that, then that means next month it's just going to be Miz and Ryback. Or hell, they'll still just throw Big Show in there because he's got nothing going on Monday nights. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't want to even talk about, about the big show. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not on the bandwagon of please retire or anything like that. I mean, I think if the guy's useful and all that, okay, fine. If he still wants to do it, okay, fine. But I think, uh, I don't know, I have a certain level of, like, sympathy towards Ryback. Like, I'd like for him to be successful. I don't know why. Well, I, uh, I absolutely I, I, agree. I think, it's, I think it was his – did you ever get to see his promo from the hospital? Where he's like, he's he's all like, uh, I think he has some anesthetics on or something like that, and he's like all groggy, and he says, uh, "You might be wondering why I'm wearing this cool outfit," and he's in like a hospital gown, right. and then he says, "You know, everybody loves the big guy." I uh, love the big guy gimmick. Since he started <laughs> doing that thing on Twitter, and then he owned it and just started yeah, going batshit yeah. crazy with it, I yeah. love it. I love everything says, that he does about it. I just feel like his he needs to be better in the ring. I love his overall character. I love how he talks now. His promos are good. They flow because he's getting more comfortable with it. Yep. But I just yep. feel like he needs more in his moveset. He cannot be uh, – I don't want to say Goldberg because I think he, he does a, a lot more than like a Goldberg does. Yep. But I, I, I feel like he, he maybe has like a Dave Batista kind of moveset, and I think he could evolve yep. from that. He can do yep. better. I expect better, Ryback. Next Raw, whatever you're doing – do it for better. 50 splash for 50 splash from right <laughs> back. I want to see a lion salt. Just one. I don't care just if you land right it, back. if you like fall, even on your back, and he just gets up and yells stupid. Like I don't care. <laughs> and hits his head and all that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think it all goes down, and I think, I mean, it's ridiculous because we all always come back to keep ranting about the WWE, but I think it all comes down to the fact how they're micromanaging the fucking promos nowadays. I think Ryback should have more spaces, like, or more opportunities to be himself, but it seems every time you watch a promo, you can tell there's a script behind it, like, they don't let them be themselves, and so when you watch all these promos that Ryback did by himself, 
they're golden. Like he would, you know, he, he would do this like smirk slash laugh thing where he would like laugh sideways and he's like so all showing like this cocky side. And I think that's that's that helps his character. That's that's a really cool thing. When he said like he was, he's in the hospital and he says like oh, you know everybody loves a big guy. The fathers, the kids, the mothers. <laughs> especially the mothers <laughs> and then he does his i can't imitate it but he does his laugh i mean i just crack when i whenever i see it and i think i mean but in all seriousness i think it's a cool thing it's a cool part to his character i think we, we want to see diverse characters we want to see different things not necessarily what ww is giving us i mean sure i i, I know they've they came out of an era uh, a couple of years ago like in the 2010 2009 where everybody was like a generic wrestler x generic wrestler y and so they've sort of drifted away from that with like the shield and the wyatt and hell, even, even ryback himself with the whole feed me more thing but i think they should give them more liberties i mean like they and again i I don't mean to say that the Attitude Era was, era was better, but at the same time, I mean, I wish they would give him more liberties like they would do in the Attitude Era so they could grow and, you know, I don't know, become better at promos. Here's why that won't happen. Uh, Ryback, Bray Wyatt, all of them are NXT born. They yep. have, And especially with Ryback, he came from Tough Enough, he was brought in the WWE, and he was taught their mind frame. So it doesn't matter even if they give him that extra amount, he is sticking mm-hmm. to the guidelines. Because that's how he was taught, and that's how he knows if I want to keep getting in the main event, and I don't want to lose my spot, I'm going to keep doing what they told me to a T. And that's yep. why... Characters are so, so walking on eggshells, right? Right, and, and it is yeah, walking on eggshells, but I don't want them to feel like they're scared to lose their job. I think it's like I want to keep performing the best way I can, and if this is how they taught me to do it, this is how I'm going to do it. And that's why Bray Wyatt never breaks character unless he needs to for a PR stunt because he yeah. was taught how to go in and out of character, and. It's just that's how we're going to see Finn Balor. That's that's why Dean Ambrose doesn't work like that because he can understand and learn that, but still has a indie view of how yep. things can work with a character. And that's why his character works where Roman Reigns again does not. Again, he was NXT or FCW born, where it was a sense of everything he was taught was these are the guidelines you follow. And when you do that with a character, it works. But they still need the one thing that makes the wrestling the best part and they cannot nail it down unless it just happens by itself and that is a sense of an edge of a sense of something is not in the control of of the sense of the authority and when you yep. have that character like Dean Ambrose where it doesn't feel like he's fitting into that character like you need him to or or the CM Punk or the Stone Cold Steve Austin that's what right. gives it that popu- popularity because it's something that is not going by their guidelines so characters like that I think are going to be more like I would say The Rock The Rock was a great character in the sense of he knew what he needed to do just like Shawn Michaels did and they followed those guidelines where they needed to where in the sense of Shawn Michaels with the Attitude Era he did push those lines but that's because he needed to with the company well but but I mean yeah that's I mean that's a a very good point but I mean look at look at the compare Roman Reigns to Ryback it's like I said like Ryback has this uh, promo style that that he'll use when he's doing promos in the ring and it's like you said, they're following. He's following it to a T. He's doing the same thing over and over again. Um, and then, but the, then you look at a guy like uh, what is it? Uh, what was I talking about? Okay, so Roman Reigns. I mean, whenever Ryback steps out, like he can show a little bit more personality, and it actually makes it more compelling, in my opinion, at least. But it's not the same thing with uh, 
with Roman Reigns. Like I have, and I know Roman Reigns is one of your your favorites, and I really have nothing against him. I think you know he's he you know, he he gets his things done. He's a cool character and all of that, but he's lacking something in the promo department. And I've seen that cycle where they've tried to do a bunch of things. Uh, wait, dude, can you still hear me? I'm not sure if the thing cut off. Uh, yeah, you're just fading in and out. Okay, uh, I don't know what's going on here. I think you're good now. Okay, okay, but yeah, what I was saying is, I mean, compare Ryback. Like, Ryback outside the ring, you can see him cut promos, and he, you can still still see that a little bit more. Like, if he incorporated that little bit extra that he does outside the ring, mm-hmm. I think it would make him more compelling. I haven't seen that from, from Roman Reigns, for example. I mean, I, I haven't seen that. No, and you're, I know- you're absolutely right. He doesn't. He, he has a – he is completely – I, I have faith in Roman Reigns because I like his overall character. Is he ever going to step out of those bounds? No. Is he going ever going to get over with the crowd? Probably not. But I myself, I enjoy Roman Reigns. I like how he wrestles. I I, I like where he's at right now. Would I like yep. to see him with the title? Absolutely. But uh, I think he will get the title. Uh, will it be in the next two years? I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think Sheamus is going to go anything with that money in the bank. If If I walk out... And see Sheamus win that? I don't know. I just no, no. I see that going to be like an Alberto Del Rio thing in the sense of he comes and, and cashes it in, but it fails. But it's part of a storyline, maybe. Um, I I just I don't see Sheamus with the title, and I don't want to see him with the title. I don't think he deserves it. I think there's people like Cesaro and Cesaro's hairy ass that enjoy that should yeah. have the uh, the WWE title. Well, I agree with you, but I would rather see Sheamus the ch- being the champion <clears throat> before I see Cena again. Um, oh my God, <sighs> that match—I don't even know. Like, I don't—I'm not even like acknowledging it really, because like, where do they go from? What do they do? What do they do? Do they give Cena the belt and then it's just ugh, or do they give Seth Rollins the belt and then it's just like? Yeah. I mean, I and, don't know. And, and I mean, and I mean, I mean, Seth Rollins is doing actually. He's he's doing a pretty good job in my opinion. Like right. he's he he looks like uh, he reminds me a lot of Triple H in the nineties, in the late nineties when he yeah. started. Yeah. I mean, of course, Triple H was in like the DX, the corporate did you ministry know, corporation. Did you know that it, mm-hmm. Triple H used the pedigree. So really, that's, that's a cool like little. Thing. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. Are you kidding? Wait, I I need to look this up. Wait, Triple yep. H used the pedigree? Yes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Now you're fucking kidding me. Nope, nope. Huh. Oh, wow. That's a yeah. bigger coincidence then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but in all seriousness, I mean, I remember back in 1999 when um, Triple H stepped out of the, what was it, the corporate ministry and became like the game and right. started doing his own thing mm-hmm. and yeah. won the title. Like nobody took him seriously. Uh, you know, people were like, oh, like on the fence with him. And then by, by, the, by the time the year 2000 rolled around when he started having these feuds with The Rock. I mean, he became one of the biggest heels, even especially when he had that feud with Mick Foley. Right, and I think, right. and I think Seth Rollins is along, is going along the same path, where he, he's he's improving his promo work. Uh, like on, on Monday, I liked what he, you know. I've seen some improvements from him. One thing, one complaint I had about Seth Rollins is that his uh, laugh sounded too fake. I mean, as if as if everything wasn't fake in WWE. I know, but. <laughs> But you know, but whenever he does that <laughs> type laugh, yeah. it, sound, it sounded kind of forced. It didn't really sound made him sound cocky. Mm-hmm. But I think lately he's been perfecting it, and now his character sounds more genuine. Absolutely, he can definitely go out and pull heat like almost immediately in any show, yep. which yep. is awesome. Yep. Yeah. 
and I think that's helping him a lot. So it, he, he's, he, that's why I compared him to Triple H. Like at the beginning, Triple H was this whole, you know, the same thing over and over again. Like I am the game, right? And I am that damn good, like The Rock would say, and all that sort of stuff. But you know, slowly he, uh, you know, with the passage of time, he was able to get better and draw more heat and know how to uh, keep a crowd on the palm of their hands. Right. Now, now speaking of Triple H, um, this whole fiasco with China. Um, oh, okay. So did you read the article where, like, apparently they were at Ronnie Piper's funeral, and yes. I think she approached him and a bunch of security guards. Right. Okay, you, you, I was I was reading that, and the first thing that came to my mind was just China hitting the security guards with forearms. <laughs> like she would do, like right? just I mean, just right? forearms to the and right, like, forearms to the left. No joke, no joke. Like Jr. and King are also yes, in the audience, yeah. so they just start calling it. Bakon, Bakon, King, China. This cleaning house here at Roddy Piper's How funeral. disrespectful! How <laughs> disrespectful! And JR's over there, like, oh, puppies! <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, King. King, yeah. <laughs> King is like, oh my god, JR! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then and then and then all of a sudden I started picturing Triple H helping her clean house and all that sort of stuff. And then they stare at each other, and all of a sudden, uh, out of nowhere, you see a set of ropes behind Triple H, and Triple H just walks out. Right, right. Just leaves China in there in front of Roddy Piper's coffin. I don't know. Maybe and I'm watching. As soon as it over, you just see that uh, that WWE logo in the bottom corner, like the show's over. Exactly, and then you hear Triple H just, "It's all about the game," you know, the theme song, and everything. Then, now, forever, and the, the yeah. whole thing's just done. So what? Okay, so there's two different sides of the stories that I've heard. One from uh, Sean Waltman, who yes. is clinically insane. Uh, he says that but he's, uh, actually, he's a really fucking cool guy i met him in person he's one of the coolest wrestlers i've ever met i'm sure he is he's an awesome guy but yeah he, he's fucking toast his brain is fucking toast. <laughs> just uh, like but the thing is with him is he talks this tells the story about how she just runs up and just blatantly just yells i'm sorry or or, or just says it in a loud tone of i'm sorry for everything and, and and i don't know what she was referring to and that's really all i got from from what he said on twitter she yep. also then did a video about how she didn't uh, uh, run up to her, 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 or him, Triple, to H. Triple H, and yell, "I'm sorry." She walked up and she said, and I, I can't remember the quote. I wish I, I could have gotten it, but like it was too, uh, it was a, it was a, an apology to two people who used to really care for each other, is how she said it. So in the sense, I see both sides. If this is probably they saw China coming and were like, "Fucking a," and then China whoa, was just whoa, whoa, whoa. like, "Wait, wait, wait," they saw China coming. No, <laughs> no, no, no! Don't Google that. Don't. I'm not. Uh... Don't Google that. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, please, they, please they don't saw, Google that. They saw China approaching, and were like, "Oh no!" By the way, by way. crazy here. And uh, she was just probably like at a fast-paced walk up to them to be like, "I want to get this over with," and just. And also, I'm, I'm guessing she, she thought she knew she was gonna get pulled away, so she probably wanted oh, to do absolutely. it as quick as possible. Absolutely, like it was totally like a Justin Bieber fan just like running up, and <laughs> was just like, "Hi!" She was like, "I'm sorry. Could you sign this poster?" You know, sign my boob or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have loved to have seen where Stephanie was uh, during that whole thing. Oh, like, I mean, in my home, holding her back, and everyone was just going, "Jerry, Jerry!" Like this is how you finish a rowdy Roddy Piper. Funeral, uh, funeral right. is with yeah. something clashing at the end of it. Like it's disrespectful, but this is the way it needed to be done with with his funeral. In the sense of he does not go out without something going on. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, so Rocky Piper was a master of all that. Thank so. you very much. Exactly. 
<laughs> yep, yeah. And I mean, you know, we were talking about JR. I can just imagine JR going, there'll be hate. There'll, oh, what is it? There'll be hell to pay tomorrow night. Back on. Why, Helmsley? Why? But yeah, I mean, I, I picture it like that in my head. I pictured it like that in my head. Just them cleaning house, Triple H goes away. Am I watching too much wrestling? Do you think that, that might be the. <laughs> That's that might probably be the, it. Like. <laughs> this thing's like, I, I mean, 15. Like, I think I've been watching WWE for like 16 years now or 17 years. I, I think that's had its effect, wouldn't you think? <laughs> Probably. I've I've been an addict off and on my entire life. Uh, the next yeah. thing is um, the Stephen Amell and Neville versus Stardust and King Baron, which I was really excited about. I'm a huge Arrow fan. Uh, I, I'm I'm a huge Stephen Amell fan. I think he's a, a fucking awesome guy. Uh, Neville. Give him just a match with King Barrett, and just give Stardust a match with Stephen Amell. It doesn't need to be a tag match. This just feels like um, a main event of a Raw. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. why I... is why is Hugh Jackman not like like partnering up with Stardust right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Should have just. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't have any opinions on that one. <laughs> That's dumb. You got to have at least one opinion. Is it something that you're looking forward to? Nope. Yeah, my all opinion right. is that that's, I don't give a shit. That's an opinion. See, <laughs> yeah, that's an opinion. All right, all right. So the next thing I want to talk about. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. The moment was cool and raw. Like when Stardust like pushed him. I saw that on YouTube. That was pretty cool. And then the guy jumps the barricade, jumps into the ring. Like you know, they, they knew how to coordinate that, so the crowd got riled up, and the you know they got a really good pop out of that. I th- I thought that was well done. I did then, call this though. I did call this in the sense that first it was uh, a Wade Barrett. Uh, then it was uh, uh, Bad News Barrett. Now it's King Barrett, and and now at SummerSlam it will probably be Darth Barrett. Like we Darth just, Barrett. we just he just keeps going. Darth Barrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Uh, the next thing is, uh, sounds like WWE is bringing back the Divas Search. Uh, they're going to bring it back in the same format of how Tough Enough is, but it will be a WWE Network exclusive. Which, thank God, because then I can watch it, because my DVR has too many things recording (laughs) on on a Tuesday night to to have time for Tough Enough. So I'm like three episodes behind. I have to download them in, 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 in unthoughtful ways, um, and, and get them to watch them. And I don't like doing that, but I want to watch them. Yeah, but I mean, you do you do realize what you're getting into, right? I mean, isn't the is, isn't tough enough supposed to like the guy and a girl? I mean, a, a superstar and a diva. Which thank God, because I remember watching Tough Enough. What was it, 2011? I think when Stone Cold Steve Austin was hosting it. Right. I was like, this is ridiculous. Having the both the women and the men compete in the same competition, right. you're just having one winner. But anyway, um, so you know what this means? The diva search. That means they'll get they'll get another airhead who won't really be able to do anything. Hopefully, they get a charismatic female like Trish Stratus or something like that who can learn to wrestle I mean I'm not I don't complain that much as you know if they do their job then then fine but I mean we've seen what happened with uh, what is it Eva Marie right. uh, Eva Marie lately um, and, and, I, and I think crowds are starting to realize when they bring in an, uh, a girl who's just a model and they're just lashing out against it especially now that you have all these girls that co- have come from NXT I don't know I don't know how that's going to work out for them like it's one thing to have Tough enough where they're actually getting some training and you know that they're going uh, towards the wrestling route of it. But I don't know how that's going to work once uh, if you do this diva search. I don't know. I mean, it, it's worked in the past. I mean, who, who's who been on it? Like Layla came out of the diva search. Uh, who, Eve Torres came out of the diva search. I think Ashley. 
Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Maria. Right. Uh, Candice. Yeah, so, so they have some good, but, I mean, if you look at them in terms of uh, their – it's not the same thing as it was before. So you just have to wonder how that's going to play out. Right. I, I feel like the Diva Search itself is kind of a – I don't want to say a step back because of how I've seen the diva search before was just like a glamified, uh, America's next top model kind of, uh, uh, kind of a thing. And, and I'd like to see them actually like go out there and the next diva search will be more like we are going to indie shows and picking out the women who should be in the WWE and bringing them up and giving them a chance. That would be a cool idea. That would be a great idea. Absolutely. But that, that's not how it's going to be. That's why I feel like it's just going to be one of those top model things where they just keep bringing them on. And of course you can't do how you could used to do, uh, a top uh, diva, uh, diva search because diva search before was when it, it was like close between like the uh, the I guess the what is it the uh, aggression era. Uh, yep, the ruthless aggression era. Ruthless aggression era. That's it. It was all about we are going to take eighteen women, we are going to bring them in, we are going to make them wear as less as possible, as less clothing have, as possible, and, yeah, yep. and have yep. them just walk around the ring and just demean them as they Found do their so. Stuff and, yeah, and then whoever yep. gets the biggest pop is the one we're going to pick. But yeah. now you can't do that now in the in the PG thirteen era, which I, yeah. I think is a is a good thing. I, I would, but I, I just don't see them how them just bringing in a couple models and just having them walk around. No one's gonna want to watch eighteen Eva Marie's uh, for a half an hour. We already <laughs> yeah. have total divas. We don't need that. So I, I I'd hope that if this is the case and they really are doing a diva search, that they take it seriously in the sense of let's build a divas division. Shit, if we bring in sixteen women and even number one doesn't work, but we get maybe two really good wrestlers out of this or at least some good jobbers that can bring in like alicia fox fucking yep. perfect but it, it doesn't need to be another like oh my god a kelly kelly we don't need that yes yes please please exactly and i mean i mean we've had examples of women in the past who've, who've come in as models or as valets and they've turned into wrestlers we've seen the bad like for example terry reynolds i don't think terry reynolds was able to wrestle too much mm, no. um candace yeah. i don't ever can remember I, but, I but you had i want to say uh um, and I know I'll get heat for this. Caitlin, I feel like, was one of those in the sense of she could wrestle, but she yep. didn't do anything too awe-inspiring. She was more of a model slash bodybuilder, which good for her. She looks fucking amazing. But I don't yep. see, I didn't see her as an actual uh, one of the greats out there, like an AJ or or Paige, like we have today. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But then, and then what I was gonna say. Uh, also, I mean, of course, you have AJ and Paige who have this wrestling background, and then you and Lita, of course. But you've had other other like girls who've come in as models. Like for example, look at Sable. Sable came in as what Triple H's ballet in WrestleMania 12 or something like that. Right. And I mean, she, she wasn't the best wrestler, but I mean, she did, had the thing where she power bombed Mark Merrow, and mm-hmm. she would wrestle here and there. And I mean, she got a huge pop, so she got good reactions. She had a good thing going. I mean, it's not all about the wrestling, I think. Um, and then the same thing for Trish Stratus. So Trish Stratus came in. She was fucking hot as hell. Um, uh, I mean, she was always, but <laughs> at the beginning more, in my opinion. But anyway, that's a, I, I'm, I'm a, I digress here. <laughs> um, and then Trish Stratus came in as a, as a model. She was managing TNA and all that sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden, I mean, she started getting more training. And then she became one of the all-time greats. So so it's, it's a sort of like uh, it can be good or it can be bad. It depends on how they play it. Um, it. It might also be a situation where they actually bring a female talent to not be a wrestler, like to do something like what Lana is doing, which I think is that's cool that'd, that'd be a cool idea or just yeah. to bring her out and be like hey are you gonna be a, uh, let's bring in some announcers let's bring in maybe somebody who could be like a yes. Renee Young maybe Renee um, Young but then I just feel like we're just doing Vince McMahon's uh, The Apprentice 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just have to wonder. Yeah, I mean, you have to wonder how that's gonna go. But again, I mean, I think even, uh, I mean, again, all my sources are from like what I read on Reddit. That's what I see most right. of the days. And I think uh, Reddit Squared Circle. I've seen that. I think Tough Enough isn't really doing all that well. Mm-hmm. Actually, and by the way, I actually caught one episode. I was traveling and I was at a hotel. I said, oh, let's watch Tough Enough. Um, I don't know. They were doing this. Uh, have you have you followed Tough Enough this this season? Yeah, I'm only three episodes behind, but okay. I get the course of where they're going. Well, I, I was watching that episode where they were doing that thing at the improv with Jericho about cutting promos on each other. Right. And I mean, apart from cringing, uh, of... <laughs> oh, I watched that one. That one was pretty fucking cringeworthy. Like that yeah. one was horrendous. Like I mean, even the the guy who did all the screaming is like, you're not doing anything for for me. And I realize, right. I understand that of course this is you know their first probably their first promo in front of a live crowd or right. they probably just practice in the mirror so they're still developing. Okay, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But and they're also this... not brought to you with the character. They're brought to you as this is a person who's competing right now, who's yeah. being demeaned by three different people, and well, now they're like, yeah. talk to me and tell me why you're the best. Yeah, but you, you have one guy there who has like his own character, like the guy with the what is it like a bomb? Well, his, name, his name is Chris Jericho. That's no, no, that's... no, no. But I mean, one of the contestants, one of the mm. contestants oh, that's okay. Uh, he he starts with an M Mata or something like that. I can't yeah, remember. Mata, he's Mata. the uh, Egyptian one. So he's the one who like screams and like uh, flexes that's, and that's his thing. He poops a so, lot. I heard he exactly. poops a lot. <laughs> so he, I mean, he does show some hint of of trying to develop a character, but still, it's it's still on the lines of generic and not mm-hmm. something that pops out of the screen. And I understand. I mean, I'm not criticizing him. I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is like you are criticizing him, but it, it <laughs> okay, needs to I, be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. L- let me rephrase that. I don't all mean right. to be shitting on him because if it was me, I mean, I'd probably mm-hmm. be in the same position where you're there. Um, it's your first promo. Like, I don't, but. I don't know if you saw the, the Tough Enough edition with Stone Cold, if you saw followed that whole thing through. The promos there were much, much better. There was this guy, I can't remember his name, but uh, who did, who Stone Cold Steve Austin kept shitting on him and shitting on him. And then all of a sudden, he has the chance to do his promo. And then he says, like, I'm going to make believers out of all of them. And he starts, like, pointing to the uh, imaginary crowds and, like, like all the, count, the, what is it, the coaches, like, I think it was Trish and Booker T and Stone Cold, right. were like, holy shit, this guy, you know, he fucking hit, hit it out of the park i haven't seen that in this in, the, in, the, in this season <laughs> no, I and, and, you, you heard it here first folks the pooper has become the pooped on mata has got shit all over him no i'm not i'm not shitting on him actually <laughs> <laughs> but stone cold is um... yeah well all i'm saying is that characters just don't pop pop out but i mean and i think that's i mean that's something that will come with time i understand that but i think they did a better job back in the older tough enough oh absolutely absolutely i think you're right uh, and of I, course, I, I mean, I mean, and of course, the 2011 edition of Tough Enough gave us one of the single greatest fucking moments in all of wrestling history, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin asking Cameron what right. her favorite match is. Oh my god! And, what, and to see her now wrestling, like to see her now out there just just wrestling, it and, it and, irks me, but it's all right. And let me, um, let me I guess s- I'll be over it. Let me state something. I was a little bit. I mean, I found it hilarious. Like, I, uh, when I'm having a bad day, I'll go on YouTube and I'll, I'll search that. The one with Melina and Alicia Fox. I think that's hilarious. The, the, how Stone Cold just. <laughs> I mean, he, he he doesn't know whether he should cringe or face palm right. or the hell, or like he says in his podcast, shit, oh. shit, or when his watch or whatever. But there's also an element there that I was. Uh, I was like, so what if that's her favorite match? I mean, if right. that's a match that she saw and inspired her to become a wrestler. So there's an element there of. I mean, if that's the match that inspired her fucking i mean what the fuck do you care what do you want do you want her I'm, to say i'm gonna be so, honest with you i feel like she just watched the most recent episode yes. of raw 
Exactly. That's what <laughs> like, I was... it isn't that isn't the inspiration. I'm gonna, I I think she totally was just like, fuck, this is coming up in June. I need to get ready for this. When is it on? Monday. Fuck, it's Tuesday. You know, and then like the shit just showed up and she watched it and then she's like this is this this is the first match I know of ever. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think the same thing. But yeah, I mean, if, if you could, if 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 you could sense the hint from her that she was saying it like from the heart, this is the match that really got her into wanting to wrestle. Okay, fine, cool. I have no problem with that. And Stone Cold will be in the wrong. But you can tell she says it with like this smug attitude where oh, oh she's still watching, looking at watching her. five minutes of her on Total Divas, and you already know like this bitch knows nothing about wrestling other than what was going on two months ago. By the way, by the way, I'm setting a world record. I've never seen an episode of Total Divas. Oh my god! Never, uh, ever. I've seen clips though, which I haven't been able to avoid. But like I saw that <laughs> I, it was all over Reddit that one where John Cena is doing the ping pong stuff and he comes out and he does like that whole thing, like he's a college student or something. Okay, I right. saw that. But I, I, I ever since that sh- that shit started, I mean, and I, I mean, I'm Latino, you know. Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico, so uh, people watch a lot of soap operas. I'm like, fuck no. I mean, I have enough with WWE being a soap opera for men. I am not going to watch another, uh, you know, drama type thing. I didn't know that was a problem with 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 you people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, on, on on behalf of the rest of America, we apologize. You have to go through so much soap opera grief <laughs> well i mean that's me because i'm a guy you know uh, my fiance wouldn't mind my fiance now i just now i just fa- like fantasize you just in this uh this uh this pink silk shirt that's just like half buttoned and like that's what just what you do all the time is you just walk around wearing one of those no i just, don't just passing people off like i cannot watch any more soap operas i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah but that's just a rant uh, this is a personal rant yeah but I, said, I said i'm never gonna watch a total divas episode and i haven't watched it so um, oh, you wait you wait till you need to i know it's fucking useless but i'm pretty proud of that all right so moving on uh, I, I read this really cool thing on uh on the the reddit the squared circle uh they talked about is Are you on there? dean ambrose yeah I, i'm on there but I, I don't do too much on there i i mostly read i'm most I, I like to i follow it when someone posts my comic on there someone posted mine on there last week so that was pretty cool yeah uh, and uh so i started reading some of the things on there and i saw one which was really cool which was is dean ambrose the newest wyatt oh, family member family yep. yes uh, and i think that would be the most ingenious plot twist of this entire thing is that he is the third member in the sense of if that becomes the case that Dean Ambrose becomes a Wyatt member then it will be the greatest thing to happen to wrestling ever did you you actually see the promo or the interview with Michael Cole and Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns like uh, the one where he talks about like he's his only friend, like that's the one that got me to thinking that's probably yeah. the case. And then there's one there, there's an there's an instance where Roman Reigns says something, and then Dean Ambrose starts like laughing and say, "Did you hear that?" You know, and he right. sounds like kind of like a little hint of like mocking right. him, and sort of sort of along the same vein that Way sorry Bray Wyatt would use. Now I'm doing like Mick Foley and exchanging Way Wyatt. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, along the same like you know how Bray Wyatt will speak with like a hint of like sarcasm and like laughing and mocking. I kind of sense that in Dean Ambrose. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but yeah, or maybe maybe it was because I read that same post that you read, and I, I had it on my mind. I was like, I'm gonna look for hints in my. <laughs> And, and, you know, in the back of my head, I'm going to be looking for hints of, of right. the turning. Oh, and here's another thing. 
for the people that are going to say, oh, this is this is going to be shit because how many times has Dean Ambrose feuded with Bray Wyatt? They shouldn't be like that. I mean, okay, okay, of course you can say it's wrestling, it's fake, it's bullshit. I mean, people are friends one day, they're not friends. But uh, the one thing, and it happens all the time, people have allegiances, they break up, they come back together again. You have to keep in mind, I mean, the original, or I guess the second incarnation of DX broke up by WrestleMania of 1999, and by the fall that year, they were back together again. So... I mean, and and there was also that instance. Uh, I don't know if you remember the 1997 years or 1997 era when Paul Bearer betrayed the Undertaker. I think that was wait, that was in '96. Right. Anyways, in '98, I believe you. You, after, could say, you could say like 2001. And I'd be like, of course, I remember. I can say 2014 after Paul Bearer is dead, and you say, yeah, yeah, but I saw Absolutely. Paul back with the Undertaker. But yeah. <laughs> There's a there's a there's an episode of Raw where uh, Paul Bear and the Undertaker are reunited after Paul Bear was with Kane and all that sort of shit, um, and and then the Undertaker cuts a promo where he says like when people like uh, if people can't understand how could I associate myself with such a despicable maniacal individual, I mean and I think I think Stone Cold Steve Austin did the same thing when he joined Triple H, right. I, I think a, a lot of people like to shit on these allegiances. Uh, between people that have been enemies, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, when you're having a feud with someone, you can come to a level where you respect them, where you know how dangerous they are, and you say, fuck, I mean, this guy's so fucking amazing. I mean, uh, I hate him, but I, I, I wouldn't discard having him by my side. Right. So it's not stupid. So, I mean, if, if Dean Ambrose were to join the White family, I wouldn't have any problems with it. Actually, it would kind of spark my interest again because I've been kind of bored with the product lately. Um, and again, that's because I don't really enjoy the art of wrestling. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I, think, I, this before. I, I think you're right. One of the one of the things I missed the most kind of going into this was the uh, the, the, the annual uh, raft, draft pick that they did. It shuffled everything. It shuffled who was with who. Uh, what show was on what show, and they don't really need to do the what show is what show is in what show anymore. But it'd be nice to kind of just shuffle the deck every so often. It would be nice to see Dean Ambrose with Bray Wyatt and and yep. Luke Harper. And hell, what if we see something just magical happen between Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose, and we get one of the coolest tag teams of all time with that with that stint? I'm sorry, but Luke Harper just looks like someone who's just having swamp ass for 15 minutes every fucking Monday night. I can't stand how dirty that motherfucker looks. He the guy's in shape he just give him some better jeans he doesn't need to wear these weird fucking jeans that he's wearing now and he doesn't need to wear the badass ones like dean ambrose wears but give him some fucking jeans that don't look like they were originally for a soccer mom like well, he's coming from the swamp of louisiana what I, the fuck do you expect i give him overalls then fuck <laughs> just like what he's got going on right now just is just unappealing to watch yeah but i mean i i think it, it's funny you mentioned that because i was on squared circle and i think let's see i'm gonna I was on Squared Circle later uh, earlier today before we started this, and there's an article actually, an interview with him where he says he actually does laundry. I thought that was hilarious. Oh wow! See, okay, so Luke Harper, because you're not listening to the show, change your fucking pants. That's 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 just all I want to say. That's uh, just change your pants. No, you don't don't sweaty, change your pants. No, don't do it. You no, can. I, I don't mind you. the gimmick. I love the yeah 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 yeah. I love the overall. I, I love the boots, but just I'm, I'm with Luke Harper. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a Luke Harper. I think the just, dirty, grungy uh, look makes him look different. I think it uh, makes him look intimidating. Like, my fiance would actually, you know, she would be, whenever we watched Raw together, she would be disgusted. She was like, ah, oh, these three guys again, when, when the Wyatts would come out. Mm. And she'd be like, they just look so fucking disgusting with, like, the beards and all this. And I think that effect, 
I mean, my, my fiance is a casual fan. Like she doesn't watch as, as much as I do or hasn't been watching as long. And so I use her to like gauge some reactions. Like sometimes I'll say I'll, I'll watch for her reaction on, on things. And she was actually absolutely disgusted by the white family. And I thought that's the point of the white family. They're supposed to be these dirty, you know, people who look like they're coming from a swamp from like wrestling alligators and shit. And they're supposed to look like that. So I, that was a sign for me that like, okay, they're doing their job uh, correctly. I mean, that, it's working. <laughs> All right. Well, it's official. Luke Harper, you look like you smell like a bag of farts. So moving on to the next thing I want to talk about, and this is the final thing I have to talk about tonight, and then we're kind of just probably going to go into some more of your tantalizing music. Uh, <laughs> possible. This is just my own personal speculation, but Dolph Ziggler was in a movie recently. I don't know the title. I don't care right now. Uh, but he is coming back to Raw probably right after the Raw after SummerSlam, and I want to see if they give him a character change. Because I've been watching this guy's hair. Uh, he has not been dying it at all. And I'm thinking we may see Dolph coming back with his original, like, dark hair that he would normally have. Because I'm thinking he probably had to cut it off for the movie. So we either okay. get to see short, blonde Dolph Ziggler, or we're going to see a new gimmick. And that's, I, I don't, the hair thing is like a tiny thing, but yeah. I'm hoping that when he returns, however he does recur returns, this could maybe lead to a new gimmick for Dolph, because I like where he's going, he's finally getting the push, looks like he's kind of getting, I mean, he's he, right now he's in his own kind of, like, storyline, even though he's not in it right now because of the movie, he's still being yep. a prominent figure being used uh, every Monday night, and and I want to see him flourish in that, I want to see him in the main event scene, I want to see him, you know, get murdered by Brock Lesnar, yeah, give him a yeah, chance to do that. But, but by the way, you were ranting about Luke Harper. Okay, now I'm going to rant about Dolph Ziggler. I mean, I like Dolph Ziggler. He's shown some personality. Okay, that's cool. I don't like this whole thing lately of him, like, making out with Lana. Like, no, leave Lana with Rusev. But anyway, that's a, that's a, another story for another day. The thing that I don't – that that's I can't – That's the soap opera talking in you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the soap opera hater in me talking. But, yeah, <clears throat> the whole thing about Ziggler that I don't like is his name. I mean, he sounds like somebody's trying. Yeah, exactly. He sounds like somebody saying Adolf Hitler with a full mouth. Like they're eating. And actually, I, I had a comic like that a, a while back. I didn't. I never posted it, but it was something like, you know, oh, we need a name for a new person. What's the evilest thing you can think of? Like Vince asking his employees, and this guy says, Adolf Hitler. Oh, Dolph Ziggler. I like it. I like That's it. That's a good thinking. one. You go back. And redo that one, because if you don't, I'm going right? to just blatantly steal it and just post it as my own next Dude. week on the Full Nelson Press. Well, we, we should do it as a collaboration then. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Mm. November is coming up, my friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by, by the way, we were mentioning, uh, what was it, the other time I was here, uh, we were talking about that collaboration. Well, we did two collaborations, yeah, that yes. Thanksgiving one and the Black Friday one. We do um, a Survivor Series one every year. I take my... Yep artwork and we put it against his and we just do it right down the middle it's a fun project we do every it's year it's a really fucking amazing project and we've we've done some other things with some other people right we did the was it royal rumble i think yes i did i couldn't do it last year but i'm thinking about maybe doing that again this year i've i've gotten into DeviantArt a lot more and i've gotten into a lot of the cool wrestling communities there so i've met some fun artists that i think i'd like to get in contact with and maybe let everyone do one of each and really put something really cool together that'd be amazing let's let, let's plan something like that uh, for sure but yeah, I wanted to say I wanted to commend you. I mean, I think what was it? It was there was one of the posters 
what that we did there. You were in like the fucking hospital or something. You were fucking dying, and you yeah. did that fucking. I had surgery. I had, yep, uh, had surgery. just like Brock Lesnar. I got diverticulitis. Oh, was and, that was that it? Yes, I found out overnight that uh, um, I oh. could not poop, so I had to go get surgery. And they had to take out 10 inches of my colon. Disgusting. Shit. And so I had to spend... And honestly, it was the best thing that happened to me because I'll tell you right now, uh, <laughs> I had to spend seven days in the hospital. Three days prior to my um, uh, to my surgery, I could not eat. I had to go just liquids. I think it was Shit. two or three days. I had to, I, I'm pretty sure it was three days. I had to go without with just broth. Then after the surgery, I had to go an additional three to four days, depending on how I was doing. So I wanted to get this comic done before I had my surgery, but th- with with as many people as we had, it would have been. It was. It was. A, it was. I was hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. And wait, and, and, and for the people who are listening, let's just give a little bit of background. So what we we had like five or six artists. Yeah. We were doing a bunch of wrestlers, and basically we were doing gonna put the poster together or something along those lines. So everybody did like five or six wrestlers, so on and so forth. And so Brandon tells me, okay, I'm in the I'm in the hospital. I'm gonna have surgery. I'm like, okay, man. I mean, you rest up. You just give. I mean, if you can send your drawings before you go into surgery, that's fine. But take your time. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't want to stress you out or this fucking guy comes and he says oh i can do a poster and i'm like no no i mean you you just had surgery or you're gonna have surgery you can't possibly do this and then all of a sudden the motherfucker sends me the finalized thing i'm like what the fuck i mean if you think john cena's returns are something like he says he's gonna be out for six months and he comes back the next day this was i mean this was way even even better <laughs> even even better i mean you are a god to me after that i was like this <laughs> is fucking amazing and I have to commend you on that. Well, thank, thank you very much. And so, anyways, love, go, go back you, to my going back to my story. Yeah. Um, I, I I wanted to. Uh, um, I was hungry as shit because I get I get done with the surgery and I'm just sitting in bed all day because I can't move. Okay. Uh, I bought the new Pokemon game, but had already beaten it before the surgery like an idiot because <laughs> I can't I can't uh, hold myself. So at the time I I had just just. I, at the time, I was playing the Pokemon game and just be like, "What the fuck else do I do? I've done everything in this game I can do." So I was like, "Shit, this this neat thing needs to be done." So I spent like an entire day just on this computer, just on my desk with my mouse next to my tray and an IV in my arm, and I just sat there and I concentrated on the on the work. and And it went the whole day went by, and I didn't even think about my appetite at all. So it it worked out. I just kind of got in the Zen mode of like, just keep working on this, and you won't think of anything else. And it, it actually it, it was very therapeutic of me. Wow. Yes. Huh. Yeah. So I, I, I loved it. I loved it. I I think I fucked up a bunch of the names that who who went to who, but uh, it doesn't matter right now. That was I, I was young. Yeah. Uh, I it was it doesn't You're matter. Young and stupid. <laughs> yes, no, yes. Yes. No. I mean, but I mean, you did way more than I was expected. That was amazing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we should do another one this month. And I, I know. I mean, we've talked offline and all of that. And you know, I haven't had that much time to draw. And like, I draw like every I don't know six months or something like that. I can sure. actually see the number on my Facebook page going down. Like every time I go down, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Every time I go on there, there's always less likes. I'm like, I mean, why, why the fuck are you taking this out of your newsfeed? I mean, can't you just leave it there? It's not harming right. you. I'm not drawing or anything. Right. So apparently people now, are not liking it. But anyway, <laughs> I have I have done a comic almost every Sunday for three years now. Oh yeah, not yeah. every Sunday. It was originally Thursdays I did it, and then for like maybe a month I did it on Fridays. But because I I, I got a new job, Sundays work best for me. So 
you could expect to see a comic every Sunday, if not Monday. Very, yep. very, very few times have I had to come out where I haven't gotten a comic done. Uh, I think maybe a, I, I I can maybe say maybe one or two times with writer block. Uh, other times where just shit just gets in the way. I mean, that's just how life works. I, I don't get paid to do it. I'd like to get paid to do it, but yep. that's just not where I'm at right now. But check it out. It's the thefullnelsonpress.com. Uh, if you have any questions, like I said uh, earlier in the show, follow us on Twitter, TFNP. Uh, also email us at contact at the full Nelson Press. Or again, you can see Ed here, all of his content, even though he's losing likes, you can still like him. He still uploads regularly. He just, you just made something last week, didn't you? That, that hilarious hey. One with the uh, explain that one to us. Yeah. Yes, explain that one. Uh, yeah, it's basically this was actually an idea a friend of mine gave me. He writes to me one day. A friend of mine writes and he says, "Do you know who Brett Michaels is?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the guy who's a mix between Brett Hart and Shawn Michaels." And he says, "Exactly. That's the idea I wanted to give you. Draw something." And I'm like, "I mean, usually I don't know if it happens to you. Do you have like people who give you ideas? Like I get people who give me ideas all the time." And some... I do, but it's all attitude error shit. Yeah. No joke. Like all it's like you should do something with Stone Cold, and I'm like, "Well, I kind of like." want to stay relevant so I can, I don't know, get well, more page views in the sense of I'm doing stuff that's trendy right fucking now and not well, trendy in 1992. Well, you should refer them to me because I'm the opposite. I mean, I do more attitude era stuff than, than, than they I know you and, do, which is and amazing. That, and stick with it because it, 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 it's such a great you, – you work on it very well. Yeah, and, and that was one of the reasons why I stopped uh, doing I, – I was, I was drawing – very quickly, I was drawing for this magazine in the UK every month. And so it, it it became like a pain of having to stay relevant every single month, and that led me to stop drawing. But anyway, that's another story for another day. So basically, when people give me ideas, most of the time I'm like, I mean, it's a cool idea, but uh, I mean – it's one thing when people give you like the punchline of the joke of a comic, and that's another thing when you think about it, and you can trace back and start, and you, you think about the whole comic. So I, I very rarely have I been able to draw an idea that somebody's giving me. Sure. Like people will give me ideas, and I'm like, okay, it sounds fun, it sounds cool, it sounds funny, but I don't know, I don't know how to lead to this. I'm not just going to draw it, and that's it. Right. Like I think things My- flow better when I do them myself. My process and my senses, I, I, I go from multiple places. Like I will I will immediately go onto Facebook and look at the trendy bar because yep. a lot of people have to use Facebook. A lot of people do use Facebook. So yes. when there's something that's relevant on there, I can take that and, and kind of try to take that in what's, what's trending in wrestling. And if I can't find something there, I'm like, well, what does this scenario kind of remind me of? Because I, I like to do like – just recently I did one of Powerpuff Girls. I did one of Dragon oh, yeah. Ball Z. That was amazing. Because I, I like to go back and, and I, I myself – I'm trying to teach myself of this entire experience. So. I've done like Charlie Brown or uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle because every time I do something and I draw an amazing artist's work in a WWE fashion, I'm Mm -hmm. learning something from that artist. Yeah, you're learning your styles and all that. Yeah, I've done the same thing. Like I I, I, once I I drew like Jack Swagger. Do you remember Mm -hmm. the the one I did with Jack Swagger uh, and Zeb Coulter, like Pinky and the Brain? Yes, yes. yes. So I've done that as well, and I know I know what you mean. It's really fucking amazing when you uh, pick up the styles from the different artists. Like I I did Paul Heyman in the Simpsons style. And so, yeah, I mean, you, you sort of pick up things from different different uh, art. Oh, and by the way, I, I wanted to mention, so, I mean, if you were to compare Brandon and myself, like, Brandon is like John Cena, you know, he shows up every week, he's very committed, he's very dedicated, and then, and then, and then, and then I'm like, lately I'm like the Undertaker. <laughs> you, so, you know, show up I show up once every once in a while. I, I post a drawing and I go back to obscurity because I'm, you know. You should every you should just hashtag gong every time you post that six monther and exactly. just see how far it goes because you can track that shit. That's that's hilarious. 
Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have tonight. I just want to thank everyone for listening if you got this far. Um, uh, to my friend Pete, uh, suck a butt. Uh, anything you want to say, Yeah, Ed? suck it. Yeah, suck Pete. a butt. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a great day. songs here and i'm gonna try guessing them again okay let's see what we can get let's see what we could get oh man let's see uh, oh let's see for those that are listening for the first time last time i was here uh i brought my guitar with me you know and then i said okay i'll play a couple of wwe themes you'll be able to pick them up it'll be fun it'll be amazing he couldn't identify any uh, single one of the things not a single fucking one couldn't do it and I did, I did, I, I did the easy ones. I mean, I, I did the fucking Undertaker. How do you not pick up the Undertaker's theme? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I, eh. I, I felt really bad. The one that made me feel stupid was the Brock Lesnar one, because I, when even when I'm at work, every so often I'll have something in my hand and I'll just go bum, 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 like, and I got it, and I, I fucking heard it, and I'm just like, ah, oh, what the, I, I know it, I know it. Is it the Pokemon theme song? No, that's not it. I don't know what it is. Like, all right, so. So I am I am gonna not get any of these right, and it's it's not that that Ed is talentless; it's that I'm retarded. And you so, know what? You know what? I'll help you this time. I'll help. All right, I'll give all right, you a right, hint. Right. Are you gonna uh, sing to me? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, you wish. I do. But I'll give you a hint for, uh, starting now. Okay. None of these themes are Lita's theme. Okay. Okay. All right. Damn it. Yeah, because last time I was like, "Is that Lita? No, it's not Lita. <laughs> okay, play the next theme. Is that Lita? No, it's not fucking Lita. And then play the next theme." Is that 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 one's Lita? That's definitely that Lita. Lita. All right, all right. So none of these are Lita. All right. Okay, okay. Let's see. Okay, just to get an idea, when have you been like, a, you know, when were you most like a fan? When did you watch I, the most? What's I your favorite a, era? I, I guess. I, I I don't have a favorite era in the sense of I'm I'm liking wrestling now. Uh, I watch wrestling from. Um, Mm, shit. I, I started watching wrestling. I, I don't want to go into the story, but someone had told me to watch wrestling, and they told me to watch WCW, and I accidentally started watching WWF when Stone Cold Steve Austin and Undertaker were just feuding, and the the big, the very my very first pay-per-view was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Undertaker. Uh, first Summer blood, Slam 98? Oh, no, no, no. It was the first blood match. Fully loaded 1999. Fully loaded 1999. End of an era. Stone Cold Steve Austin won. Yeah, would be fired. So that, that was my first pay-per-view so that's when i 
really got into it. I would go back to school and like I didn't see this kid because he went like on a vacation and he came back and he goes, "Oh, what are you watching?" And I'm like, "Fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin's the the fucking tits, man. I love him." <laughs> so he's like, "No, man, you're watching the new the wrong show. You're you gotta watch Goldberg. Goldberg, man." So I watched one night of WCW and I was like, "This is this is stupid." And I went right back to Raw and just was a Raw. And then I got up to the point where I was a hardcore fan in wrestling up until the point where John Cena was just coming into the mix. I rarely watched John Cena. Uh, Carlito was a big heel at the time. And I just lost interest in wrestling. And I didn't get back into wrestling until the night after Randy Orton got the Money in the Bank was cashed in on him on the Miz one was Mm -hmm. the night that I watched a full episode of Raw for the first time. 2011, wow. Yeah, so I went from, I think, 2000. I want to say 2005 to 2011, I, I did not watch anything there. And just life got in the way. I wasn't liking the product. So I skipped everything John Cena right away. So, well, thank God. Yeah. I, I still don't I, I still don't like him in the sense of he's getting – it doesn't matter. He's getting – all right. All right, music. Let's go into music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. So what are, what are we playing? Let's see. Okay, okay. I'm going to start with this one. Okay. Right. I think this one you're not gonna be able to get, but for the listeners at home, let's see who can who can know what theme song this is. All right, here we go. Do you know? I think that's Enter Sandman. Oh my God. No, it sounds incredibly familiar, though. The, the beginning of it did. What is it? Let me do it again. Let me do it again. All right, all right, all right one more time. Don't bang your head too much about it. Mm, I don't know. <sighs> Hint, it's not later. <laughs> I, I, I got that. That's where the first person I thought of, though. All right, that was Cactus Jack. But I'm guessing okay. you, you started watching 99, so you probably yeah, didn't Yeah, Cactus see Jack wasn't a thing for me. I okay. only knew Cactus Jack when he showed up to do, like, feuds with Triple H. Nothing more than that. We still use the song. I mean, okay, anyway. Uh, let's see. Next one. Okay, okay, let's see. This should be an easy one, but, again, I can't uh, underestimate <laughs> you not picking it up. But here we go. Nelson Press podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You, you seriously don't know that one? I don't. You suck. Oh my god. You suck. Is that you suck. Oh yeah, and you suck. Right. And by the way, I'm telling That's you. That's because there were. Okay, all right. In my defense, there were no horns, so. <sighs> I mean, the notes are the notes, man. What the hell? I don't know. I don't know. No horns, and I can't do it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Next one. Let's see. This one you should be able to pick up. I mean, any the modern WWE, or I guess not modern, but any any WWE fan that's been watching since the Attitude Era, any point since the Attitude Era, should be able to pick this one up. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Yes. That's Mike Ma- Ma- Foley, man. Oh my uh, God. Yes. Yes, I got one. Yes. I got one. All right, I'm all for si- I'm one for sixteen, everybody. 
16? Uh, I, <laughs> do you know what the actual number is? I, can't I remember. don't. I don't know. Someone okay. can look that up, but they won't. Okay, and here's a bonus one for you. Like uh, this, this one you should be able, also be able to. By the way, what, what type of music do you listen to? Like outside of wrestling themes or? Uh, I I I listen to a lot of uh, uh, Adam Warrock and uh, shit like that. It's it's uh, nerdcore is my kind of music. Huh. Okay. Well, he, he, here's one. Here's one you'll be able to pick up easily. Uh, yeah. What's that? Isn't that Under Sandman? Isn't that what I said earlier? Yes, that's it. All right. Yeah, you're yeah. two for two for sixteen that's, or all something. All right. Now, but now you're just giving me ones. Like next, you're just gonna play like. Let's see. How many do we have left? Left like two. Uh, that's that's three. I'm giving three. you two more. You two. two more. Okay, okay, okay. Huh. Let's see. Let me think about that for a moment. Which WWE theme song I can play? This dead air is brought to you by the Full Melting Press <laughs> podcast. Okay. The unofficial. I got it. I got it. I got it. Shut up. I got it. I got it. And okay. Let's see if you can figure out this one. so on and so forth do you know that one uh, is that lita no that's not lita man come on you could you, uh, you could you could hear james jim ross over it saying welcome to monday night raw i'm jim ross alongside jerry the king Muller. oh and that's the opening i was thinking of a wrestler i was thinking of a wrestler you have a wrestler yeah that's the raw interesting yes okay okay <sighs> okay and then for the last one i'm gonna give you a very easy one if you don't know this one i mean you should stop listening to music altogether Probably. I hit that note. Last note was wrong, but come on, please tell me you know that one. It sounds unremarkably familiar, but I cannot put a name on it. Do you want me to play it again? Yes. Okay, here we go. There we go. I hit the last note right. I, I feel like that's a TV show theme. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, well, no, you're not. No, no, that's not right. All right, what is it? That's Jurassic Park. Okay, and I just went and saw that. So, it, okay, all right. You, you, all right. You're missing a part of the brain. Yeah, you're, missing, you're probably missing I, I don't have that. Art is is only with a pen and paper for me. Music <laughs> is, a, is a far distance from from my mind wait and by the way you, you knew you knew the star wars ones okay that's you have three under your belt okay that's ah uh, yes too bad yes. yeah all right all right victory for me well thank you for listening to the after show uh hope you appreciated this little sound bit um i guess uh listen to us next week we probably uh we probably will record one <laughs> <laughs> hopefully yes Goodbye. all right have a good night everybody